Hello and welcome to the very spooky, very unofficial, unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. My name is Ghost Dan and with me as always to talk about all things zombies and <laughs> vampires and werewolves and, and, and weird twilight based fan fiction is my good friend Sarah. Yeah, I have to warn you, dear listener, Dan's Twilight fanfiction is really terrible. So, you know, he's he's all about he's all about Team Jacob. So, yeah, so we won't go into that. What? I'll protect you. What is what even is that? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, Sarah. Oh, no, I have never written fanfiction about werewolves. No, no, no. Um, I haven't. I wrote I wrote a Sestina for you once on request about werewolves. Yes. But that's it. Uh, my fan fiction career is sad to say non-existent. Sadly, Dan wrote a poem for me one time, and no amount of nagging or manipulation will get him to repeat the activity. But it's I'm, very good. If you want to hear Dan's vampire werewolf Sestina, uh, hit me up on on uh, <laughs> Twitter at underscore pigeons underscore or Dan at Dan W Official, and he'll send it to you because it's great. Ah, well, if you haven't already guessed, we're recording on Halloween, and you know that. <laughs> You know that that's true because Sarah just fucking tricked me. So, <laughs> and you get the treats, dear listener. You get oh. the treats. Um, happy Halloween. Um, we are here. Although it's Halloween, we're going to talk about our good, happy things this year and our highs and lows. This is our what did we think of the season season review? Yeah. Well, I mean, 2015. It's been a it's been a big year. It's I know, I know we say it every year, but it's it's kind of crazy how quickly it's all flown by, you know, and um, a lot has happened, and there's been some really interesting things, some occasionally eyebrow-raising things, um, not too many face-meltingly infuriating things, which is... Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I didn't really want to go back and research all the things I've ranted about over the season, because that was just depressing, <laughs> Looking back, it actually feels like we're in a really good place for women's you know, cycling. I, I it's, it feels like a, a good, a good, yeah, good year. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I don't know if you did this, but when I was researching just to see if I'd missed anything, I actually did search outside for the word rant. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was pleasantly surprised at how few results there were. You have to do that now. Um, yeah. So uh, how we do this is we generally we haven't talked in advance about about this. We just will just go through and see what each other's you know we don't know what what the other one's yeah. picked um we just like to just chat about the year you know what did we like what didn't we you know what did what's you know positive never never negative positive oh i did okay these are things i ranted about this year i ranted about race race hashtags i was reduced to ranting about race hashtags um which was funny and yeah that yeah seemed... there was there was that and then we we did on uh one episode of the podcast have a bit of a rant about um race websites that was that was the other main one that i found um so yeah and again basically the that's been dealt with with the new world <laughs> so yeah. Yay. We'll yeah, although yes, although although in typical UCI fashion I think they've got a really annoying hashtag like that something like UCI WWT sixteen or something, you know, because of course as as people say, I don't really understand why hashtags race hashtags have to have the um race year in it because it's not like it's going to be hard to miss. But anyway, whatever. Yeah. We yeah. 
we you know good things bad things good things bad things daniel what has been one of your favorite things about the world of women's cycling in 2016 well 15 15 yeah 15 um because unfortunately i can't predict the future so i don't know what (gasps) next year you can't tell me who you haven't got a bet on who's going to win the olympics next year not yet no um anyway so leading off in what i think will be a surprise to absolutely nobody my first highlight of 2015 is the first ever edition of a one-day women's race that started in san gimignano and finished in siena's piazza del campo where where did where where, where did it start daniel san gimignano (laughs) Eh, gimignano I'm never going to get bored of hearing Australian mangle other languages. Oh, wait, hey, we mangle all the languages, including our own. That's 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 our thing. Um, yeah, I am, of course, talking about Strata Bianchi. Uh, the first year that the women have raced it. Uh, in my opinion, an instant classic. Fucking love that race. It's just beautiful. And it was such a great race. And, you know, part of what also made it great, in my opinion, was um, Megan Guane winning. Um, Megan Guarnier winning. Yeah, I just loved that race. Everything about it was just fun. Remind me how she won? Um, by riding faster than everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) That shouldn't make me that happy, but it does. You know I'm just sitting here shaking my head at you <laughs> and going, oh, Daniel. <laughs> I've broken him. Oh, so early on. <laughs> so early on. He's broken. He's gone. He's got briskets baking baking in the oven. He's got beer in his hand. He's going to step to 3am to watch the rugby and he's broken. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> uh, help me. I can't stop. So, how <laughs> tell, did you... Tell them what happened in the room. Rochelle Gilmore, to Rochelle Gilmore, uh, Megan Guarnier rode faster than everyone else in one. <laughs> I'm actually starting to worry if anyone's in Sydney right now and can go over and rescue the boy. Oh, it hurts. So, what else did you like about Stradi Bianchi? What was the what was the um, what was your favourite thing about Strade Bianchi? I liked, you know, I like the fact it's in Italy, so we got to see really good highlights of it. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Definitely good video. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <coughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh. Okay, yes. Sorry. Um, yes, Megan Guardia solo to victory, which, um, as, as Sarah, I think you were trying to point out, is one of my favourite ways to see someone win. Yes. Which is good. Uh, she had, uh, in the end, I think it was over or nearly a minute over um, Lizzie Armstead who came second. Yeah. And, um, and of course, we had um, um, Elisa uh, in third. So. And... Oh, Elisa. I kind of secretly wish Elisa had won jointly yeah. with Megan. Well, <laughs> yeah, big surprise that you want them, you know, holding hands crossing the line together. Um, 
it would have been the fairy tale thing though, wouldn't it, for Elisa to have won the first edition? That would have been amazing. Yeah. Well, they'd had they'd had like there were two there were there's this group of four out with um, Lizzie and uh, five out with Lizzie and Megan and apparently they just attacked they just and Lizzie and Lizzie and Megan just kept attacking and attacking and attacking and then then Megan got away and which is interesting because they're on the same team so I'm not quite sure why they were chasing each other. <laughs> but yeah um, you know so 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 basically they the, the, so basically Lizzie was every time no that's not true they weren't attacking each other and now all the t- every time anyone tried to attack to get to Megan Lizzie was just chasing them down and chasing them down so yeah that's yeah, awesome yeah. and I, I think I think from memory it was just one of those ones where um, you know she and Lizzie were sort of swapping attacks for for quite a while and she mm. happened to be the one who got the gap yeah, 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 which I love. I mean, I've been really surprised. I, I'm so funny. I laugh and laugh at myself because last year I was like, oh, yeah, balls, balls and wiggle. It'll never work. <laughs> I know. But that's actually, that's actually one of the things I was going to talk about next is, is, I mean, yeah, like wiggle just on paper is just like, how the fuck does this add up? It just makes no sense. This won't, yeah. this won't you know, and yeah, um, and bowls similar. You know, so many writers of a kind, of a type, um, yeah, it was amazing. So that was definitely one of that was that was definitely my first first significant highlight of the the season. How about you? Well, I am going to segue from Megan Guarnier into riders who stepped up this ah, season. Yep. Yep. I think I've really really enjoyed 2015 for lots of riders who've had tons of potential, tons of you know uh, who've been work, who work really hard and, and who just stepped up. And there's been loads of them. Like I've got a list, and this is an impartial list because I haven't done tons of research. But off the top of my head, Megan Guarnier um, winning not just her, um, you know, not she 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 just won so much this year, um, and just did so well. And she's always been a fantastic rider and a really great, uh, you know, really great. Um, teammate but you know she ran Strade Bianchi then she had that hideous crash had that nasty crash and concussion and I actually thought she was going to be out of this out of this out for the whole seat out for the season yeah. you know because she missed, she missed the spring classics but she came back and she was third and flesh were on and she then she just she's just been she's just been she's just been really really good i think her win in the giro um was great uh from a you know from a breakaway and then the way that bowls uh defended that you know defended her maglia rossa even though she didn't win it um you know she won the ladies tour of norway uh she she won a stage at the amakamin Bira. she won the national championships in the usa so you know that was one of and that's just one of the steps up there's only one rider who stepped up yoni dora because we're counting this as a year, as a full 12 months, I'm going to include last year's track season. So, you know, Yolene Dora won her first track World Cup Omnium last year yeah. um, in, in, in December. And then she went on and won her first uh, road uh, road World Cup at um, the first you know road World Cup of the year, Ronda Van Drenta. And then she won the Gorda as well. I'm just, you know, wow. You know, Yolene, wow, that's amazing. And yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, she was actually my second highlight for all of those reasons. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. but I mean, but who else? Um, Barbara Gurishi won her first, uh, won her first Euro stage and yep. her first World Cup. Um, when she she won the first, you know, the traditional sprint stage of the Giro, which you know all the Italians want to win. Um, but Barbara Barbara won that one, and then she won the Sparkassen Giro in uh, Germany, and that was in a weekend where she won the kind of the Ride London Crit um, the, on the Saturday. 
banged out to Germany to to win Starkas and Giro on the Sunday, and that was such a lovely race by um, by you know all of you know I've really really enjoyed Velocio Sran this year, and and that, you know so that that was fun. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, Lizzie Armitstead. I mean, mm. can she could she step up anymore after winning the World Cup? Yes, yes, she could. She's won a couple of World Cups this year, and she also won uh, the overall, and she obviously becoming world champion. That's yeah, impressive. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anna van der Brega, you know, yeah, yep. yeah, Anna van der Brega winning, um, you know, win, you know, winning, winning Flash Wallon and and winning the Giro. Oh my God, Anna van der Brega, she is so much fun mm. to watch, so much fun, and you know, and and she'd worked, and you know, she'd worked so hard for for Voss, for Voss's Giro win last year. Yeah. So, um, who else on my list? Um, Gracie Elvin winning her first UCI race. That yeah, was a nice one. Yeah. That was definitely a nice moment. Um, I really like Eleanor Cecchini winning her. I mean, she winning her Italian national championships for the second time. Mm. And although she didn't win stages this year, she rode her first Giro and got a couple of podium places, which was yeah. amazing. And, and just had such a attacking year all round. So. Such a great classic season. You know, yeah. she's young. She's young yet, and you know, uh, who, you know, there's just so many riders who've been kind of stepping up mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, I would have been, I would have cried if in the world championships when, um, Valley Scandalara and Lauren Kitchen were in that final breakaway and attacked, if they hadn't been caught and they got to the end, I would have tried and cried and cried yeah, and cried yeah. and cried for them. But you know, what can you do? It's, uh, it's, you know, it, that's like, that's bike that, racing. That's racing and isn't would, it? Yeah, exactly. And they would have had to have a like crazy, yeah, if basically everyone would have just had to not, it wasn't the course to be able to escape on for yeah. that, <laughs> that, at that yeah, point, yeah. but you know, yeah, so many riders. Like, and it's so just many. It's, and it's it's been really interesting. And and I think actually, um, interestingly, was summed up quite well by um, Lizzie Armitstead's response to um, that reporter at the end of the season <laughs> when she's like, "Yeah, there's actually so many more, you know, amazing riders around that I've got to compete with than just Mariana." And um, and it's, it's Mariana. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and it's just you know this has really been a year that's proven that to be true. Um, yeah. You know, so many riders really um, stepping up and and having amazing seasons and getting great results and yeah. yeah. And 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 riders getting you know first. I mean, you know, Anna van der Brego as well. It was her first World Cup win, I think. Flesh on um, when she you know when she won Flesh. Yep. And I think um, I'm just having a quick check um, through CQ because I've I've got that in you know when you've got it in your head. Sure, and you're not sure. Really... Not 100 percent sure if you're remembering it truthfully or yeah, just was... which it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. No. It was. Yes. It's. Uh, it seems to be. Apologies if I'm wrong. Her first World Cup win. Wow. So, you know, and and for Anna as well. You know, Anna last year she had that awful, horrible crash in the World Championship yeah. TTT that kept her out of the World Championship ITT and and you know and and road race when she was like one of the favourites and and to come back winning win on Luke, you know. Yeah, having all these great results, you know, third in Ronde van Vlaanderen, third in Binder, and then to win the, and then to win Flesh, and then to win the Giro. I mean, what a great year! She came away from Worlds with uh, two silvers and a bronze, which I know she'll feel. You know, at the time she was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm really gutted about. I was, you know, she was not shy about being disappointed in having two silvers and a bronze, which <laughs> I love. Yeah, well, and and you know. 
every right to be. Um, you know, as we discussed at the time, like you, your your goal in competition is to win and to come yeah. so close. I mean, yeah, with time you can look back and go, yeah, I did really well. But at that point in time, of course, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, so, but the yeah. interesting thing about Van der Breger is that she's. Um, she's been, you know, that's great too because there's still time for her to step up more, you know? Yeah. How cool is that? Like, this is what I read. this is what this season, oh, and of course Paulina Fran Prevost, I mean, yeah, I know last yeah, year yeah. she won Worlds and that was very exciting and then, but you know, this year she was the first, this year she held three World Championships titles at the same time, you know, exactly. when she was wearing her road jersey, her, her, her cyclocross Worlds and then won the Cross Country World Championships, you know? Yeah, yeah. And one of my negatives of the year has been no Mariana Voss, like because sure. Mariana Voss been she's been she had injuries and then even worse she um she she's she's just she's just like had um well basically yeah. <clears throat> pardon me basically um in my opinion anyway I'm not a doctor as some of you may already know um you know. Uh, her race schedule of the past years, you know, which was incredibly intense and cross-disciplinary, has basically caught up with her. I think. Yeah. So Voss. So where Voss is now is that she's she just she's lost her powers of recovery. Yeah. And she's and she's just she just can't recover and train. Now, what I hope is happening is that people are going. You know what? Next year is the most important. Olympic year is most important. Let's not let. I mean, I I don't know. Oh, poor Mariana. I all I know oh, is that if Mariana could be racing, she would be racing. Yeah, exactly. Literally, no one loves cycling as much as Mariana Voss does. Absolutely. And you know, I, I just I take comfort from the knowledge that she's an incredibly smart bike racer as well. So I have no doubt that what she does next will be like the optimal thing for her goals. You know, mm. like, you know, she's, as you say, coming into an Olympic year, which is like the most important thing um, that'll be factored in. She'll have her targets for the year already worked out, whatever they may be. And mm. I think I think we'll see her ride a much lighter schedule than we've seen in the last couple of years, but hyper targeted. And mm. uh, I think that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Mm, mm. yeah yeah interesting stuff one of my one of my highlights which is sort of like segueing from uh one of your lowlights like this is only a highlight and i i really want to emphasize it's only a highlight because the writer in question wound up being okay but i do still laugh watching the video of carly taylor watching the video of her crash um, in, in the Shiro, <laughs> she comes out of that sweeping left hand bend, and just the line's not quite right, and the road's a little bit slick, and so she she kind of has to take her. Basically, really, overcooks the oh, overcooks it, runs into the guardrail, and goes over the edge. And as I say, it's only because she's totally okay. She got back up and hopped back on a bike and and kept going. Um, but the video of her watching it is awesome because. Um, as a as a proud Australian, even though she copped a little bit of stick for it, um, I was I my heart was warmed when when you can hear her going, "This is it, this is it, it's coming up," and then comes around the corner, and as she goes over, you can hear her yell, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, which to me is like totally justified. <laughs> so I I love that she said that her dad was just like Carly. I can't believe that you swore. <laughs> impact on your video and she's like yeah don't worry about me 
poorly IVH that. Uh, uh, how, how parent is that? Like, don't be, don't be concerned about my safety. <laughs> I can't believe you brought shame on the family name <laughs> by releasing a video in which you said, Oh, God, help me if mum ever listens to this podcast. <laughs> Hi, Dan's mum. He's a really good boy. <laughs> hey, you know that girl at his at your church? I think you're right. I think she'd be just the perfect guy for that girl for Dan to date. I think you should set them up. Uh, if someone's in Bristol, can I just check? I think Sarah's having a stroke. <laughs> your stroke earlier was infectious. <laughs> <laughs> There's like 400 things I really can't say in response to that. <laughs> no idea, it's just wrong. Oh, no, this is this is rapidly becoming the dirtiest podcast we've ever recorded. No, um, the, but that Carly Taylor video segues into one of my highlights of the year, which was, and it's always my highlights of the year, but Rider Media, yeah, Rider Social yeah. Media, um, Valentina Scandalara's videos. Oh, so good. So, so good. So, so good. I still, I, I kid you not, I still periodically am just, you know, idly thinking about stuff and, and whatever and flashback to that one in particular of her riding to the start of a stage and just greeting everyone in their own language, you know, be it Italian, yeah. or like, like, you know, she's learned hello German. In, in like a million different languages and it's just mm. awesome. That part, that part of the video where she's like just riding through the race, you know, the little temporary race <laughs> circus village, it, that's what races are like, you know. It makes me think about like one of, I mean, all my, obviously I have some showy offy highlights of the year, but one of my highlights of the year was, is always the races that I went to, the races that I worked on. And there, there was a specific, there's a specific uh, stage of the um, Aviva Women's Tour, of Aviva Women's Tour this year where it starts, it's in a very, very beautiful um, little, Oundal, Oundal, um, small town, very picturesque, very beautiful, all this kind of golden stone, you know, warm golden stone villages, very, you know, very, very gorgeous. And the race village was put on one street, one long, 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 long street and just walking up and down between it. That's what it's like. You know, that's what yeah. it's like at races. It's, it's, I mean, it's not always. And some, you know, some teams are famous for like hiding <laughs> <laughs> and not getting to see um you know not getting to see see you know not, not getting to see them but yeah. that's what it's like but that thing of valet's video you're, you're right it's just gorgeous it's, and the thing i loved about valet's videos is they're like nothing i've ever seen before yeah exactly it's 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 literally that glimpse behind the curtain that you sort of hope for and and appreciate when you when you do see it because it's it's just a completely unique perspective and it's something that, you know, A, the technology offers us these days is the ability to share that sort of stuff. Um, but, but B, women cyclists are uniquely good at, like just so good at providing this kind of media. Um, yeah 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 but i mean, but Val I mean valentina's videos they're not like the most they're not the most polished and they're just no. you know, they're, they're just they're just they are life through her eyes and yeah, yeah and 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 that thing of like taking you on the journey like you feel like the friend on her shoulder you know yeah like, like you're just seeing it all happen and it's it's just great yeah yeah i mean smart sponsors you know and, and we all know there's a dearth of those but you know one day smart sponsors will catch on 
um, to to what they could actually achieve if they worked alongside women's Yeah, yeah, teams. yeah. Well, I think this is an interesting thing about like where mountain bike is, for example, because one of the reasons I fell in love with mountain biking so quickly was the the, the, the team media that comes out, the way that the way that it's all everyone's all very clever, you know. Like let's show you know your average team video. Well, I don't know. I think about the videos where you know they're on their way to Canada, and so they show the the everyone jumping in a lake, you know, jumping in a waterfall, you know, jumping in a waterfall together and, you know, drinking beer and laughing before the race and, you know, the team's all hanging out and having fun and it just makes it look like a lifestyle, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and you want to be, like you say, you want to be one of their friends and the fact they have women's and men's teams means that, you know, you can like, you know, and, and the, you know, the kind of brother and sister aspect of it, but you can also think, yeah, you know, we could like hang out and then we could, I could date someone who loves the sport as much as I do and da 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 it's just really really it's just they're just really super and i mean i think the other thing about valley's videos is they they get they get that across too like i think who is it who she met on the road was it cad elevens um yeah yeah it was it well, was someone so, like yeah, that yeah, it, no, was it was someone... it was Cadell. yeah yeah Out and training. you know she's... yeah yeah, so she kind of gets to just meet him on, you know, meet, yeah, meet him on yeah. the road, and like, and he stops to like to chat with her, and then, you know what I mean? There's yeah, like, it's yeah. just, it's just adorable, really, really, really adorable. So yeah, I, you know, and, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, I love, I love that. I love, I love. I think the thing that I find interesting is that glimpse behind the curtain. Do you know what I mean? What, yeah, what's yeah. race life really like? What's rider life really like? Are you? Well, that's it. I mean, yeah. we, we all sort of conceptually get the idea, you know, you travel a lot, you spend a lot of time in dodgy motels or, or not great hotels or whatever. You know, you, you're at a minimum two to a room, maybe 14 to a room. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you know intimately the smell of everyone on your team. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, like we all sort of theoretically know all this stuff, but then you get to, you know, the converse is you get to ride um, every day in amazing and beautiful parts of the world and blah, 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 blah. But there's a big difference between sort of knowing that stuff and seeing it. And, mm. you know, that's the thing that those videos do so well is just show you what it's like, you know, that, that kind of, I mean, cause really all that video, like the, the, the one, particularly the one that I've, you know, been talking about specifically, I mean, that's basically just valet getting to work in the morning. <laughs> that's that's essentially what it is like you know but it's also her showing us the bits that she loves best do you know what i mean this is the thing i find most interesting about it is you know the bits that she likes the she and and then another rider will show you the bits that she likes best you know if you're following someone else's instagram you're following someone else's you know you can kind of see all these different riders who've got very 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 different personalities there's a rider for everyone you know like no that's that's very true yeah yeah the one thing that i'm blown away though is that this is the favorite podcast of all of them. I, I find that amazing. <laughs> there it is. Like their favorite podcast about women's cycling, this one. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Of course, Dad, you know that one of my highlights has been podcasting with you. Oh, God. Oh, gross. It's like, <laughs> it's like kissing your sister. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Oh, oh I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I'm one sorry. I said nice things. One of my favorite things has been podcasting with you too. I mean, I've tried. Wonder- I've tried podcasting with so many other people. Oh no, wait, that was you. Okay, yeah. Um. <laughs> so mean. And one of my favorite things no, no, has no, been. 
No, but that was a lead-in. That was a lead-in because one of the things I've liked is all the interviews and extra things that you've been able to do. And as a sort of tangent to that, one of my favourite things of the year has been um, your Patreon supporters because they've helped uh, you do that. I was just about to say that. I have <laughs> my Patreon supporters. Yeah, Thank yeah. you no, like... for my Patreon supporters. They just It just made me feel so happy and I feel a little bit guilty because I haven't done as much as I could do this year because of you've done, you've real done. life. And I... Yeah. Oh, so um, do you have any negatives? Oh, yeah, I do. But before I get to that, I've got more to say about Patreon and nice stuff. So, you know, brace yourself, like, you know, bite a, a pillow or something. I don't know, like, just put your hand in your mouth and bite down or something so that you don't get too embarrassed. No, no, like, one of the things that I... Because setting up the Patreon with you, like, like, like you doing that at the start of the year was like... Which Dan, Dan, which I have to say thank you to Dan for uh, talking to it and no, but for it was, persuading me to do it. It's a confronting thing because it, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like, you know, you're really putting yourself out there. You're sort of going, look, does, does anybody actually give a shit about all the, <laughs> the stuff I've been working on and, and, and that sort of thing. So to see, A, people respond to that and, B, to then tangibly see that you have been able to do so much more, um, you know, stuff that you literally wouldn't have been able to without it. You yeah. Know? And, and, you know, people quite possibly don't understand, like, the amount of work that Sarah puts into what she does, not just for our podcast or our blog, which Sarah say it. Prowomencycling.com. Because <laughs> that's also one of her highlights is being able to say that. Um, <laughs> is, is that, you know, the research that she does, the writing that she does, the interviews that she organizes and conducts, all of this stuff. Like it takes a huge amount of work and time and, and those sort of things. And, I can testify quite, you know, hand on my heart, it's hard to fit all that sort of shit around life and around a job and around paying your bills. And and so a very, 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 very sincere thank you to every single one of you who have contributed to, to Sarah's Patreon because it, it quite literally wouldn't be possible to do what she does without your support. So yeah, I, Yes, and it's genuinely wonderful. I think the thing that makes me really happy is being able to ask the questions that I want, you know. The, so I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, like, last year, the classic one was talking to Kus Morenhout after the Giro Rossa, uh -huh. um, where there was that polemica about was Pauline, were, were they were Pauline Fran Prevost and Anna van der Breggen and Marina Boss bullying Mara Abbott yeah. and guessing Kus's side of the story, yeah. you know? And and this year, I think one of the things that I really liked doing was I spoke to, um, when, when those races that appeared out of nowhere on the UCI calendar, you know, the UC, when, yeah, when the... Yeah. Um, yeah, Philly, the South African races. And... No, it was, it, was the, it was the Philly Classic becoming oh, World well, Cup, no. which I'm all in favour of, but it was late. Yeah, and, yep. the, and the Amgem Tour of California just appearing really late out of nowhere. And, you know, I interviewed Steph Wyman and I interviewed Marv Barris yeah. uh, for two different, you know, to find yeah. out, hey, you know, that's the thing that I really like. The sport is so, the sport is so generous. You know, I have these questions and, you know, and I can ask people and they'll tell me and, you know, all the stuff about around the Giro, you know, getting to talk to riders about the Giro and, and what, you know, how's it going, what's happening and all the riders, you know, I've done so many good, like, from you know being able to talk to Chantal Black or yep. or Eleanor Shakini who I could have talked to for days you know Helen Wyman again who I could have talked to for days about about races and the sport that they love and about 
what it is they like about it, you know, and, and their passion and their anger at things when they're not going right and their <laughs> real, you know, really happiness about getting to race and their, mm-hmm. their, their high standards for themselves. And it's a very, this is the advantage of being in a niche sport, being into a niche sport is that you can get closer to the, you know, you can get close to the riders. You can, you know, you can kind of, you can see a lot of stuff you can, you know, and we're very lucky with this sport because the, you know, it's it's full of people who are doing it because they're passionate about it and love it. And so they've got a lot of fellow feeling for fans because yeah, yeah. they know they know we love it, we support them. And and the races I got to go to this year, oh my God, you know, um, obviously Energy Water and the island of Borkham, which was wonderful, where it had the juniors, you know, having the juniors there as well. And obviously the Aviva Women's Tour, which I work, which I love oh, working yeah. on so much just because it's, you know, the number of people you get to meet by, you know, meet at the roadside who are just delighted to be there. And you watch like Mariana Voss talk to people and people just, I can't believe I'm talking to Mariana Voss. And she's, you know, just, yeah, like it's, it's kind of, you know, and Mariana, I interviewed Mariana twice this year, you know, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. uh, You know, she's, when she's struggling with wanting to, you know, with, I mean, she must have been really struggling with wanting to be at Worlds and she talked to me about it, you know what I mean? About Worlds and stuff. And that's just, yeah, you know, they're just, they're just, they're just lovely, lovely, lovely people that you can't help. You know, so all of those riders, I know I've missed off a whole load more who stepped up this year, but but when these riders step up and do so well, you just want to, thank them you yeah, know for yeah. all their hard work and yeah absolutely and you know it's look there were two particular things that i wanted to mention um related to races you know which i i know we've sort of already broadly covered that off and and you've mentioned in terms of riders stepping up and stuff but um you know i wanted to say i loved seeing elisa win flanders um such an awesome result oh yeah, and yeah. Um, and the other race result that just I absolutely adored this year was uh, Mayuko Hagawara's stage six win in the Giro. Uh, oh, just yes, and and that was one you know as you say about riders like I mean whole yeah, mommy, Ollie, you every that. every rider in the peloton was just like so happy for her. I mean, you know if if you ever need to know about the quality of a person when you've got that many people going oh so happy you know she so deserves the win Uh, you know that's just it was an awesome 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 race yeah 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 and the thing i liked was getting to be getting a really little contact with the japanese cycling fan base yeah yeah like i i think i tweeted a couple of things that got mad retweets because one of the um, a couple of people who write you know who are like super fans in japan of women's cycling and of, of cycling women's cycling and miyuko hmm. were just you know retweeted it and you're just like wow this is a this is a i have no way of you know i don't speak obviously i don't speak any japanese or i'm just you know or read japanese and and it's just like but being able to connect with the overjoyedness of the of that fan base you know with people who are just so so ecstatic for Mayuko you know and 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 seeing that and seeing that that like yeah we are becoming a global sport the UCI talks a lot about globalization and to be able to kind of say yeah look look what she's done you know like I, I gutted for her that she couldn't race worlds. You know, she yeah, was injured and yeah. she couldn't race worlds. But Miyuko winning a Giro stage two. I mean, that Giro was so wonderful. Every oh. year the Giro is one of my highlights. Yeah, yeah. But it was but, so wonderful. But that stage also, I mean, I love reading the the race report too. Like, particularly in light of, 
you know, as we've already mentioned, like the start of the year where we're all like, how can Wiggle make this work? This is fucking impossible. <laughs> and then yeah. you, you read the race report and it's and it, it's like, you know, Elise is going, oh, yeah, Maiko didn't speak to me when she attacked on the climb, but, you know, she knew it was a good moment because everyone was looking at me and Mara. And as soon as she got two minutes, I knew she'd win because <laughs> no, no one reacted and she's really strong and everyone underestimates her. And it's just like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, Wiggle, Wiggle made it work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Wiggle made it work, and I'm sorry, goals, Wiggle. I don't know, you know, I don't yeah. know what to say really. I was, I was like at the start, the oh, they'll never make it. I mean, again, I don't really understand Wiggle next year, you know, yeah, because they've, yeah. you know, they've gone and added Lucy Garner and Amy Peters, and I can't remember who else. Probably, basically, at this point, anyone who we don't know is signed for is probably signed for Wiggle. I know, I've no, I know I... your Wiggle hiring theory is the Pokemon theory, you know, mm-hmm. where they're trying to, to catch them all. But my yeah. my new theory is that actually. Rochelle's just trolling the shit out of you. That's, that's, <laughs> no, I think Rochelle's just trolling the shit out of all of us. Rochelle is incredibly intelligent. No, but going back to the Giro, I mean, Annemiek van Vleuten winning the prologue after yep. she's had so many, this really horrible set of years with bad injuries and stuff like that. Barbara Garishi, first-time winner. <clears throat> Megan Guarnier, first-time winner. Yep. Lucinda Brand winning her first stage of the Giro. Uh, Alanisa Kushinotta winning her first stage of the Giro. Pauline Frampavot winning her first yeah. stage of the Giro. Mayuko Hagiwara, and it took to stage seven before we had the first person to win two stages, which yeah, was Lucinda yeah. Brand, in that amazing descent. Oh, oh god! And then Anna van der Breggen winning her first stage of the Giro in the ITT, yeah. I yeah. think. And Mara Abbott obviously has won lots of stages of the Giro and won the uh, San Domenico de Vazo stage. But you know, it all came down to that final stage Literally and climbing. On the last stage. And and, oh. and it was enough of a climbing stage that like the it wasn't an obvious script like. You know, we all well, knew. No, who, sorry, we all, it was. Well, no, no, we all knew who the main players were, but we all knew who was going to win it. Yeah, Mara, but we didn't know how much by and would it be enough to win the Giro overall? You know, I mean, it's a grindy long climb, yeah, isn't sorry, it? Sorry, I, I, I meant the GC, not the not the stage yeah. itself. But yes, you know, like the like the fact that it came down to the final stage and 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 that everything was still up in the air as to how the the overall race would shake out. Oh my God, it was such a good. Good. I mean, like you say, it's the stage race of the year, but man, it was a good year. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I would like it. I I, I think I've had enough of San Domenico de de Vazo now. That's like the third year in a row or something has been there. But I, this year, you know, starting in Ljubljana in Slovenia, which all the riders said was fantastic, like really, really good. Um, you know, I, I I love descending stages. I mean, and those those little clips of Lucinda Brand descending to win on stage seven, and they they you know there was so much fun. I loved how Balls Dolmans just pushed and pushed and pushed to get Megan every you know the the, the every every bonification they could get her. You know, they really yeah. just slaughtered it as a team. But you know, and and then the other. Where, you know, the, and then the Rabo t- tactics of you know Lucinda going out and getting a couple of stages, and Anna winning the ITT, which I think everyone had you know predicted. Yeah, so amazing, and oh god. I know, don't you? I love like, the Giro. I love the Giro. I imagine you're having the same kind of thing that I'm having right now, which is like I wish I could just like we could pause this and just go back and watch it all. <laughs> yeah, and 
And, you know, and I kind of feel like, and I'm really super happy it's part of the world tour because when the world tour was was first, you know, first announced, we were saying, yeah, it sounds good, but the devil's in the detail. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And, and, and the big risk was if the world tour was only going to be day races or something like that, then yeah, or or if you know, or if it kind of went, you know, I mean, you know, uh, not having the Giro in it because they couldn't afford to be in it or whatever. But yeah. it's, it's you know, and it's so good, and I I I know I know the world. Okay. I know that like the world tour is not perfect, but of course it's not going to be perfect. It's the first year it's run, but it's just, you know, I'm really, I am very excited about what the world tour looks, is going to look like, what it says for our sport. Just, you know, all this, I I know that there's other changes that the UCI can make. And I know that the UCI is not perfect, but there's been some (laughs) really good, you know, it's like, it it feels like, it feels like we're in a good place and that they care about it. Exactly. You know? And and that's the thing, you know, if if I'm going to sit here and, and criticize the things I think they get wrong, um, and good lord are there a few of those, um, you've got to give credit then also where it's due. And the world tour exceeded my expectations and and pretty much exceeded my hopes as well. Like it's a much better structure than I thought we'd we'd have any realistic chance of getting. Yeah, um, I just, think, just quickly. I, you know, we'll see I, how it works out, but I think it's, it's you know, there's so much positivity. And as we said the other week when we sort of went through it in detail, there's so much more to be positive and hopeful about than... than yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, for the last... I think I started in 2000 and... Uh, I don't know when I started. I want to say 2009. I'm probably wrong. Um, 2010, doing my calendar analysis, my kind yep. of in-depth calendar analysis. and And it's just so nice to do it and come out with yeah, this feels like next year feels like a well-balanced calendar. Do you know what I mean? It feels like a well-balanced calendar. It feels like the problems, you know, problems that we've had before have, have been ironed out a bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I yeah. hope that the world tour can expand to take in Turingen Runfart, um, Bowles Rentals Ladies Tour, maybe, you know, a couple more races like that. Yeah, I'd, be, you yeah. know, I'd, I'd be happy with that. But yeah, I, the, the I, key thing being that they have put the structure in place. That yes, it looks like growth, but it looks like sustainable, measured, intelligent growth. You know, yeah. like it's 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 a system that can actually, you know, rather than just saying yes to everyone and making everything a world tour race or, or whatever, it you know there are clear guidelines, regulations. Money. Yeah, exactly, and and it has the look and feel of something that's designed to last and yeah. you know we haven't really seen that in women's cycling from the UCI in quite a while so yeah, yeah. and the emphasis and the emphasis on tv the emphasis mm. on social media yeah. the emphasis of being able to watch the races is i mean i it's interesting because uh, our our podcast hits are going, have gone down slightly this year. And someone was saying, well, I don't listen to your podcast anymore, Sarah. And part of that is because I don't have to. Like I used <laughs> to, you know what I mean? Like see the races. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I used like, to have to listen yes. to find out what was going on. Yes, yeah. exactly. And now there's so much media. You know, I've loved having Ella cycling tips this year. You know, yep. there's, 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 you know, the Vox women videos that, that go, you know, Vox women going to races. There's all sorts of stuff happening. And, you know, when I first started writing about women's cycling, my kind of secret hope was that, I would I would make myself you know I would become redundant at one point because yeah. I wouldn't need to you know you wouldn't need I mean I love I love fan based media and it's not that I don't want you know it's not that I don't want to do it it's just that that was my kind of secret hope was that that that's where I wanted to see women cycling was yeah not needing people like me yeah, anymore yeah, yeah. because 
and and we're getting there you know we're getting there with these steps and and people could you know no one contacts me anymore and goes hey yeah you know my 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 son, my daughter says that she, that women can't ride bikes can you can you do something to can, can you help yeah, me yeah no one says that anymore because everyone's going, you know, their little daughters want to be Lizzie Armitstead when they grow up. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, Mariana Voss, exactly. or Elisa Longo Borghini, or Elisa, or, or like, and, and that's the other thing too is like, you know, Pauline, like yeah. from pretty much anywhere in the world, there's someone for little girls to relate to and, and aspire to as well, which is also, you know, I, yeah. I it's, and and it's one of the things we commented on about the the world tour is that it looks like it also among all of the other things sets the foundation for actually genuinely helping the sport to grow well globally. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. And yes, and 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 you know, and and things like um, you know things like uh, the the ah uh, oh, I've lost I've lost my I've lost my marbles. Um, <laughs> Miyuko's uh, Miyuko's um, win, oh, is, win. Yep, yep, yep. is is going. You know, Miyuko being up being being up there is is like um, is 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 so. Uh, oh, well, success so... success is so important for awareness, isn't it? You know, because you you know very uh, like dedicated media will cover you know Miyuko Hagawara road the Giro again, but mass media, general media will write. She won a stage, you know, so yeah. that's the thing is success creates all this awareness and opens up new, um, you know, new potential um, uh, fields of fans and support and pathways for the sport to grow. It's, yeah. Um, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's lovely. And it's it's kind of and the other thing, you know, and it's like there's a. There's a really interesting, some really really interesting junior Japanese riders coming, you know, coming coming through as well, which is, uh, you know, which is like, yeah, this is going to be fun, because uh, Yumi Kajihara, who was fourth in the um, in the road race, and I yep. think she um, had some, uh, she and she, I think she had, she won, she won a couple of medals, if I'm remembering rightly, at the junior tra- world championships. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know that's 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 yeah that's a good that's you know that's a that's a nice to have you know young more young riders kind of coming in and, and having someone to aspire to you know aspire to be she's yeah i i just oh, i don't know i'm just happy about seeing i'm not happy i haven't been happy about everything i was looking back and seeing sure. the things that i did get ranty about this all year. right well okay i guess i guess we've gone we've gone far enough through happiness um, and I'm sure we want to save a little bit of happiness so we can end on a happy note. So lay it on me. What, what's, what's been your top rant of the year? Um, okay. The thing I'm still angry about is the CIRC report. Right. If you remember the report that was into doping in yeah. the Peloton, it had yep. this maybe, maybe 600 words, three paragraphs about women, yeah. and it had this throwaway thing about sexual exploitation. Mm-hmm. I say throw away because that's how it was dealt with in the report. No, it, and it, it, it really like... was in the report, and that's actually tied into one of my pet hates from later in the year, um, which you were probably going to mention, but the the grumming suspicion that um, Hannah Solovey has been exploited um, quite disadvantageously. Yes, yes. I mean, we don't know. Obviously, we don't know about anything. But, you know, she said yeah. that she's being verbally abused by her coach. And the only reason she said the nice things about her coach is because she would get, you know, she would get berated if he mm. didn't 
Yeah, if she, if she wasn't publicly in interviews stating how awesome her coach was and all yeah. of this sort of other stuff, which, you know, it's difficult to unpick. And, and as Sarah says, we don't know the inside details. But the point is, it's a, it's a perfect example of what the CIRC report alluded to and then failed to address at all. Even, even to say, we recommend a dedicated report to explore this. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. coaches dealing with vulnerable young women deserve some attention you know yeah 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 um i what else lauren rowney's crash yeah in the um mullerkatendrense acht yeah um where someone reached out and grabbed her handlebars whether by accident or design i think the hardest thing is thinking that it might have been you know someone not realizing oh you know that they could hurt someone and that seems to have been a bit of a theme in the men's peloton too you know crashes unnecessary crashes i mean not any crashes necessary but unnecessary crashes i just you know oh poor lauren that was an awful moment like yes that was was. just horrible it was absolutely horrible and it was one of those ones that derails to a certain extent a whole season as well so yeah you know it, it was i mean congrats to lauren because i think she was just so gracious and healthy in her response you know like and she wrote about it at length about, you know, not wanting to watch the video to, you know, to avoid getting into a negative mind space and, and you know, dealing with the fact that her season's been disrupted mm. and feeling low, but, you know, having to address it and just accept that that's how life works and, and doing what you can to, to work through it and stuff. You know, she was, I, I thought her, her response was just so mature and measured and, and you know everything okay so let me put it this way her response was everything that you will almost never see from a male football player in any code of football (laughs) what do you mean well you know those guys are always like oh you know the fame went to my head or you know it was it's between me and my wife or or i regret it but you know like no one understands the pressure i'm under or you know, like those guys are always justifying themselves and making fucking excuses about their millions of dollars or whatever. And it's like, you know, Lauren's whole approach was just much better in terms of accepting what you can't control and, you know, admitting the emotional toll of it. But then, yeah, yeah. On. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, her blog on, on cycling tips, her, her, her interview on cycling tips was just really classy just so classy and so again like showing us the inside what it feels like you know the fact that she was saying that you know the idea that it could have been deliberate was a really awful one and she just had to let go of it and yeah um what else am i sad about i'm sad about velocio sram yeah look that is i'm sad about how it happened i'm sad about velocio sram um yeah, the team will live on with ronnie lauka's new team canyon i'm just sad that Christy Scrimgeour is kind of moving out of the sport because she has yeah. been so positive for the sport for so many years. And, well, and, and I, so I wish it had ended in a better, I mean, it ended in a great way, a note on the team, winning yeah, winning yeah, the team yeah, time the team trial. trial at, at Worlds, but, um, but yeah, and, and they had such a good year. They were a really good, strong yes. team. And Christy can be so proud. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And honestly, I think, I think it's easy to forget, like as you say, particularly because, you know, the the majority of the team will continue on 
as Canyon or, or whatever they wind up being called mm. uh, with with Ronnie, um, it, it could be easy to forget how significant Christie's contribution has been, particularly in terms of. Um, you know, Christie was one of the, the team owners and managers who experimented with revenue models, who experimented mm. with, um, you know, different ways of fan engagement, and also who provided um, a, well, for want of a better term, atypical introduction to the sport for riders. You know, like, particularly from the US and Australia, there are several riders who you know, wouldn't have made it, for example, through the Australian Institute of Sports System, um, mm. who did get a ride from Christie and got a start mm. from Christie and, and will have careers as a result of that. And, you know, it is sad to see her, you know, be pushed to a position where she's taking a step back from the sport. Mm. Mm, mm. Yeah, but I do love the things that she's doing. I mean, the, uh, the, Chris, the Helen Wyman... <laughs> <laughs> the, the Helen Wyman kit that um, in Christie's oh, other ventures, apparel. How fucking smart is the Helen Wyman um, pull away warm up trousers? Oh my god! Why have I never seen anything I like know. that? I mean, look, literally, that shit's existed in like basketball and other sports for years, but it's been track pants that you pull off. But but particularly for like a cross rider in you know, but even the spring classics or whatever, like I reckon that's going to be one of the most popular items ever. Because yeah, Helen, tell yeah. tell tell people who don't know about this what 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 it is. Well, they're they're basically like warm up, um, like like leg warmers, but but you you know they go all the way up the leg that you wear over your kit so while you do your warm-up in cold weather your legs are stay covered and warm but when you're ready to compete you can just pull them off and they they have a seam down the outside of the legs so they literally just pull off and you're ready to go so you can stay warm right up to the moment that you need to start your race um fucking genius idea honestly just yeah one of the smartest things I've seen. Like the second I saw the image, I'm just like, oh my, like exactly what you said. How has nobody thought of that before? That's amazing. Yeah. 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 Actually, fuck it. I'm calling that a highlight of the year. It's, it's one of the smartest things I've ever seen. Yeah. 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 Yep. Really super clever. I mean, super, super, super clever um, thing. And also Helen, you know, uh, they've been, you know, and uh, Iris Slappendale's kit thing with yep. Miltag and um, Iris Slappendale and Vo Vox Women doing the Vox Women ass saver, you know, design. And yeah. there's all these like clever, these things. It feels like there's more outlets, you know, for, 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 for women's cycling stuff yeah, and yeah. women and women to get engaged with this stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And, and I, I mean, that's a natural outcome of the whole thing growing isn't it like as awareness grows um within the sport awareness grows within the businesses around the sport as well which means we do get more products and better products and interesting products and specific products um mm. you know not saying the world's perfect but we're a hell of a lot closer to it than we were two years ago so mm. you know yeah. um, what else have you got on your list um, look, the other thing that disappointed me, and I know it's recent and, and I don't really want to belabor it because it's not a major thing, but the, the cycling gala dinner thing was just such a fuck up and a farce oh. and a fiasco. Um, actually, yeah, it was a triple F event, a fuck up farce and yeah. fiasco, um, that it really left a sour taste in my mouth, particularly I think because literally only a week or two before we'd been talking about how impressed we were by the, the women's tour, the world tour. Um, and so it just really felt like such a, such a, 
egregious letdown after yeah. you know the UCI got something so right that they turned around and got something so fucking wrong. Yeah. You know? And and so you know, like I said, I don't want to belabor it, but that one just really gave me the shits and and just annoyed the hell out of me. Mm. How about mm. you? Any any more ranty? kind of no no that's it that's it i mean i feel really positive i feel positive I about... i'm excited tomorrow's koppenberg cross where, that, um... it's kind of weird though dude like let's let's like acknowledge that take a moment and go okay so we've now spent i don't know about 35 minutes talking about how fucking awesome the last year's been and maybe 15 minutes talking about how there were a couple of things that were disappointing but also some really great things as well yeah and and, and stuff that were great things yeah. that came out yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy. You know, I know. I'm happy with, where, with, 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 with where we are, and there are things to improve. But then, you know, if everything was perfect, things would be boring. I know, <laughs> but, but I mean, this is this is my great fear heading into 2016 is that maybe the world's going to be too, too pretty and too perfect for us, or yeah. for me at least. Like, you know, if I can't be fucking pissed off and swearing, I mean, you know, is there a world in which Dan can be happy? Nobody knows. Yeah, you can be happy. You'll always be happy. It's a frightening prospect. Oh, my God, happiness all around me. I don't know if I can cope. So, (laughs) yeah. But honestly, uh, overall, the year, like, it's just been a delight. Uh, Yeah. More video, better video. More racing, more, you know, visibility of the actual action in racing, more behind the scenes, better stories, you know, and, and you've already mentioned them a couple of times, but I think Ella Cycling Tips do deserve a, a shout out because they've done a great job in their first year mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure they're going to get better, um, you know, and hopefully we'll start to see uh, Cycling News, I'm looking at you, <clears throat> um, a little more. But they've had... No, they have some really good things. They had their no, no, podcasts. They, they, they've had some. They had some really good videos. They've had some great interviews. They've had um, Kristen Frottani. Oh, sorry, I've probably mangled her name. Um, has had some great stuff on cycling news. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's no, like, no, they it's have. Like, they have. But what I'd like to see is like cycling news really step up and dedicate like you know some some ongoing full time resources yeah. to to women's cycling. But you know, I'm not in charge of cycling news, and there are reasons for that mostly that nobody asked me um and also they couldn't afford me but that's (laughs) that aside there's nothing standing between us um yeah yeah it's just i'm honestly um and it's not like i'm looking for it to be a downer it's not like i want to to rant or whatever but when i look at what we've what we've talked about over previous years and stuff one of my highlights is actually just how happy this year's been there's so much good news so much great racing so much everything and and the disappointments you know while they've existed have been much smaller than than previous years in most cases and i've got a lot to look forward to heading into 2016 yeah um Quick shout out because we focused on road, but yep. um, quick shout out. Oh, we talked to we talked briefly about Pauline Frampervo stepping up, Asana Kant in cyclocross stepping up. Yep. Um, I some really good track stuff. I of course Rachel Atherton's completely oh, yeah. dominant. Yeah, yeah. Cyclocross season and you know continuing with the fantastic Rachel shares her yes. helmet cam 
yes. stuff which yes. I can't even imagine how Amazing. much that's useful to young riders coming through to be able to watch Rachel's yeah. lines yeah. and to learn from Rachel's eye view yeah. of the course. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And that, that, gonna... that amazing photo um, where she was carrying... Um, um, Oh, I'm blanking. Help me, Sarah. Help me, help me, help me. She was carrying, um, was it Emmeline Rego to the oh, podium? yeah. You know, after yeah, she basically torn all the ligaments out of one side of her body or something. And, yeah. Yeah, and so Rach literally carried her up to the podium because, you know, she's, you know, she was on the podium and she was also retiring and it was just like yeah. a beautiful, beautiful moment. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and I feel I mean other riders. I mean I will miss I will miss uh, Emmeline Rago's amazing mountain bike. But you know yeah. she kind of was like I don't really know why I'm getting you know she she she's just beaten herself up too many times. Um, other riders I'll miss who've retired this year: Luce Hunnawike. Yes, awesome Luce Hunnawike. Yeah. And Marine De Vries, who's I hope her new hip is healing fast. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, and best of luck with whatever their future endeavours turn out to be. Um, on, yeah. on, on a semi-related note, have you heard any more transfer or signing news or anything like that? I have not really been keeping touch this week. I haven't been as well okay. as I could have been. So, no, 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 yeah. it's fine. I haven't heard much either. I know I know there have been a couple more um, signings for Orica, but I think you know they were largely in the realm of not very well-kept secrets. Um, so uh, Rachel Nalen um, is going to be riding with Orica next year. Um, I thought she was riding with them already. Yeah, well, like I say, not very well kept secrets, but I think it was I, officially. Yeah, I, I'm confused. I think it was officially signed this week. Ah, okay, yeah. right, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. okay. I always like it when you kind of hear signing news and you're like, "Huh?" I always thought, I thought, I thought I knew that already. Oh well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, like just very poorly kept secrets, basically, is how the world yeah. works, I suppose. Um. Yeah, I don't know of much else beyond that. Um, any other any other news or, or random rumours or awesome things that we should hear about or know um, about? Awesome things. Uh, please all watch the Koppenberg Cross live tomorrow. Me post bank trophy being cycling cross being streamed and non restricted by Sportser. Thank you, Sportser, so much. I'm so excited about this and just cycling cross in general. The, again, the UCI changes in cyclocross have been so positive. You know we've got uh for the first time we're going to have uh you know categories at worlds for younger riders and we've you know we've, they've just done some really clever things and you know I, I really feel like things like the women's commission the cyclocross commission the road you know they're all doing they're you know engaging with women and actually help letting women change the sport hurrah awesome who would have thought that's amazing but great cool so, yeah well i guess I mean, if that's if that's it, that's us for 2015. Um, we'll be back yeah. soon to talk. I guess we'll do another definitive transfers and and teams and bit of a preview of the coming year, maybe. Yeah, yeah, all sorts of things like that. And if you would like to share your favourite times of the year yeah. with Mister, please, please leave us a message on our blog, prowomencycling.com. Uh, tweet, tweet us. I'm underscore pigeons underscore Dan is Dan W official. And yeah, please, please do because we have had a great 2015 and we've really enjoyed sharing it with you and the conversations we've had with you and the yeah, you know, just the fun, Absolutely. the nice oh, community. Oh, I nearly forgot. Actually, sorry, one last thing to finish on. Um, that I nearly completely forgot, and I'm so glad I didn't. Um, one last highlight of the year, because I found it a lot of fun and totally ridiculous and hilarious. 
the Philadelphia Classic and um, was it Vagorda where we, we did commentary? Yes. <laughs> Bad drunken commentary. Bad drunken commentary, which is my favourite. And I feel like we did definitively prove that all race commentary could be improved if after every break there was the sound of a fresh can of beer being popped open. <laughs> That was all Dan. He was drinking like that. I was drinking for two, was I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was lots of fun, though. Uh, I, I, I make no representations to the quality of our commentary, but it was lots of fun. Um, and to thank you, everyone, who's listened to us and talked to us and hung out with us and, and told us that we're idiots um, through the course of the year. Thank you for helping make 2015 such a great year. Yes, thank you. I appreciate you all so much.